0: Tell me how to live Wax, wax wow. Hate under my pictures on the gram Ugh. You better hope I never run across your man uh, In the mall with him I'ma have a ball with him Somebody call Rihanna I'ma buy some drawers with him He f***ing with the staying, cuz he in the wild women Put them legs on his head Now yeah. he love tall yeah. women uh, You'll never catch me calling these da- daddy I ain't lying by my nut Just to make him n- happy Lifestyle winning Can't, can't fit a magnum It never happened if the I, I, Wasn't snapping I'm a hot girl I do hot sh- I finish income on my, on my outfit. I don't text quick, cause I ain't thirsty. thirsty. These bitches mad mad, they wanna hurt me. I'm a hot girl, I do hot. Sh- I do finish sh- income on my outfit. On my I don't text quick, cause I ain't thirsty. thirsty. These bitches mad mad, they wanna hurt me. Any rumor about me, let me get it. Book your man What's going
1: on, Internet Analytic here, a.k.a. Dreams, and I'd like to welcome you to mine, which I call the Notorious Mass Effect Podcast. I'm your hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of pop culture mixed in. Episode 18, we're going to be getting into Lil Wayne endorsing Donald Trump, 2020 BET Awards, Watch Dogs Legion, and Cyberpunk 2077 being delayed again. It's pretty funny how I have the Lil Wayne and BET topics back to back but anyways before we get into those make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities also make sure to share this podcast as this helps your show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses now that we got the intro out of the way let's get into episode 18. Okay getting into the quote of the pod like you just heard we're going to be talking about Lil Wayne endorsing Donald Trump so this is pretty big on the internet when it happened like when the picture came out and they was like well not they well I guess both of them but uh, Lil Wayne said that he was endorsing Donald Trump because of the platinum plan and also Donald Trump I think put up a picture with him and Lil Wayne and then the the internet After that just went crazy Just took it and ran with it So um, Yeah that happened And it was pretty big First time I've ever seen Somebody's name And nickname Trend one uh, Trend number one And two on Twitter That was pretty That was pretty uh, Crazy Like Lil Wayne was trending And then Wheezy was trending So It was trying to make you uh, See that He was endorsing Donald Trump And it it was one of the most uh, Definitely Impactful ways of promotion for donald trump because obviously he's trying to get the black vote and with lil wayne that helps out tremendously because lil wayne's one of the um biggest icons in hip-hop so to have him stand beside you i'm pretty sure he probably asked ice cube for a picture and he said no but he did speak highly on the platinum plan but for lil wayne taking the picture it just took it from level like six to like level nine, level ten levels of uh, endorsement. So, whenever you take a picture with someone with the president of like Donald Trump's um, stat, stature, I think it's the right word, then you, you just know it's going to get a lot of uh, views and clicks, and people are going to talk about it a lot because not every day do you see somebody like uh, Lil Wayne endorsing presidents, <laughs> and so. Also, on a side note, this Trump versus Biden thing with like the black vote it like, oh, not even the black vote, just in general, like the the, the debates and everything. Trump versus Biden has literally been like pure comedy. Like, unfortunately, so I don't I don't really understand. I don't really understand how they're going so like it's almost like a circus show if, if i had to compare it to something and, and i mean people say people lives on uh, are at stake and everything to make it um to to give people perspective but it, it really is like a lot of lives on whoever people chooses because it's like a president has a lot of power and the people who are not as fortunate will pr- end up will will most likely be more affected by certain decisions than people who have a lot of wealth that's why you see people sometimes like Lil wayne just jumping out and and saying certain crazy things because he's in, he's in a whole nother world he's not even he's literally not in the world of the everyday human you know so when you get to the little wayne statue you probably see everything from a different set uh different perspective because he's been famous since he was like a little kid i believe and they say when you get famous, you, you like stop maturing in age or whatever. I mean, that's what people say. You know, you never. For most artists, that is true. For for other ones, it's not. But Lil Wayne just seems like he's stuck in his um, world and doesn't really think of the, the um, everyday human being. He he, he kind of like thinks of what's the best for him and his peers and 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 basically what, what's the best for his. His money, so which I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but at the same time, everybody has their own opinion and everybody can express it in whatever way, whichever way they feel like. It was just, it was just because I'm a huge Lil Wayne fan, and it was just interesting to see him do that. So, I think this happened on October 29th. And he tweeted out. So this is what he actually said along with the picture. So he tweeted out the picture as well. I don't know if Donald Trump tweeted out or not, but he said this is a little Wayne. He said just had a great meeting with Donald Trump. Besides what he's done so far with criminal reform, the platinum plan is going to give the community community real ownership. And then he wrote he listened to what we had to say and assured he will get he will and can get it done. So that was pretty vague, but the main point was just to tell people that he's endorsing Donald Trump. And I don't know, man, Trump really has a way with rappers because, like, he really, like, I know this is the the last week of early voting or something. No, I think early voting just passed and we're getting into, like, the final stretch of things. So he's really turning it up on his uh, people to endorse him and promote him and, like, speak highly on him. Like, just wait when Tom Brady comes out. You already know what he's going to say. But um, yeah. So he's already right now. I think he's focused on the black vote, as he had Ice Cube talk to the um, yeah, yeah, Ice Cube met with the Trump administration to talk about the contract with Black America, basically the Platinum Plan. I mean, you already know with Kanye, they're like best friends. Basically, had like a whole interview, I believe. And then, and then now with Lil Wayne, he he's he's making it known that a lot of rappers are entertaining his ideas if not entertaining them full-on believing them like Kanye and Lil Wayne so that's all I want to really talk about with the Lil Wayne Donald Trump situation but a lot of people was uh, pretty uh confused on the platinum plan so I was like actually gonna go through that for look uh, I was actually gonna go through that and what that means and why that's such a big deal because a lot of people are banking on this plan to like save most Say Black Americans, kind of. So, um, I thought it would be right to not only talk about the Lil Wayne endorsing him, but also talk about why all these rappers are kind of interested, if not. Well, I already said they are interested, or they're full on believing this in in this Platinum Plan. So, this we're gonna go over it, and at the end of it, you can let me know if if you changed your mind about the Platinum Plan or Trump or just anything. Cause me, I'm just going through. The information, not really trying to sway your opinion in either, or you know, it, it's just in my opinion, I think it's just important to vote, and, and because a lot of the last election, they said like fifty to sixty percent of the population in, in um, the U.S. didn't vote or something like that, and that's a huge chunk. So, yeah, voting matters. A lot of people say voting, and you know, they kind of want you to vote vote for a specific person, but for in my case, I don't really. Like, I have a person I voted for, but when I say vote, I really just mean, like, just vote. Like, you got to you got to find ways to utilize your own platform. Like, some people don't understand that everybody has their own p- platform. It's just the way you use it and the way you build it up. So that was like a side note. That was like a tangent. Anyways, let's get back to the platinum plan. So this is supposed to uh, win over a lot of black America, uh, a black, black Americans, like I just said. And. Some of the biggest things coming from the Platinum Plan is that he will be prosecuting the well, yeah, prosecuting the Q, uh, Ku Klux. I don't even know why I can say. it. Usually I just say KKK, but uh, Ku Klux Klan and Antifa as terrorist organizations. And in the plan, it, will, he will also make Juneteenth a federal holiday. In efforts to bolster black economic prosperity. So you also want to talk about. Um, OK, so in 2016, they talked about him only getting 8% of the black voters. And as of right now, it shows that Biden Biden is leading Trump with black voters by 83% to 8%. So it's a 75 point margin in that black voters gap, which is why you see Trump going so hard with rappers like Lil Wayne, Ice Cube and uh, Kanye. <clears throat> So Trump came out with the platinum plan as like a chess move to try to sway that huge tipping scale on the black voting side. And. OK, he, he said, but Trump did say also did say he called the the black uh, the the president, president. He called the Black Lives Matter movement a symbol of hate. Then he posted and retweeted, well, he retweeted a video of a Florida supporter shouting "White Power," but then, since deleted it, he said he didn't hear it or whatever. You know how that goes. <laughs> Yo, know, I didn't know. You know the passive-aggressive way of uh, getting around certain things they do. But <clears throat> what else? He said it would be pr- he will be trying to he'll be trying to build up peaceful urban neighborhoods with the highest standards and policing bringing fairness to the justice system this is all in the platinum plan by the way expanding school choice for um black black people increasing black home ownership and creating a national clemency project to right wrongful prosecutions and to pardon individuals who have reform their lives so this is probably talking about prison reform well it is talking about prison reform and so this platinum plan sounds good but at the same time you always have to wonder how it'll be um rolled out because you can have the best intentions in the world but if you have the worst plan in the world then it would never you know it's not gonna come to uh fruit um fruition Hey, you say it i'm missing all type of words up but anyways Uh, The plan The plan will make lynching a national hate crime I don't even like That's wild to me that's not I mean I would think that's already a crime I don't don't see what national hate crime Does I don't don't know if it gives you More years or what but I'm pretty sure doing that nowadays will, Will get you locked up so I don't know what that does If that does anything Um Okay, and they was just talking about his, besides the Platinum Plan, they was talking about his dealings with, like, Black Lives Matter movement, t- calling, the pro- te- calling the protesters, like, um, what do you call them? He called them thugs and anarchists. And talking about how it was a mob-, mob rule, because, you know, like, when the protests first started after the death of Joyce Floyd, it got a little violent. But for the most part, most of them was peaceful. But, you know, the media, sometimes they try to focus on the negative and the negative definitely was there. There was definitely running through stores and breaking windows. And so that wasn't good of of local owners. But at some point when you go through so much and and you try to take the passive route of fixing things, you you just get to a point where it's just like, well, if y'all not going to pay attention to me being passive, then I'm just going to do something that's going to get your attention. So I think that's all that happened because I think it's calmed down significantly like currently getting back into the platinum planet also reckon what well, we all talked about juneteenth i thought i thought that juneteenth thing was pretty big being a national holiday even though black people already celebrated it, putting it as a national holiday that gives it um holiday gives it that stamp of it being like official Um And then lastly, like this article is going from like the platinum plan to like um, his dealings with the actual his actual actions. So he had a campaign scheduled on Juneteenth in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the site of a 1921 massacre of hundreds of hundreds of African-Americans, uh, African-Americans during a racial unrest in the city known as Black Wall Street. And he, of course, he's saying he came out again and said it wasn't on purpose. But, you know, with Trump's history and everything, people are are pretty skeptical and and not leaning to the side of believing him. So. And then he also came out with a Kanye type quote saying that I made Juneteenth very famous, which is which is bold to say as a like a white man. Like just think about that. I made Juneteenth very famous and it's Trump. (laughs) Oh, man. That's why I call this whole thing like a circus and Trump versus Biden being pure comedy. But not really, because at the at the end of the day, like both of these guys are not 100 percent telling the truth. But you got to see which one really benefits you the most, most in um, your family members and the people you care about. So it's really just a individual perspective that you got to bring with uh, whoever you vote for. But at that same time, voting is is very important because, like I said, Last election, I think they said sixty to seventy percent of people on, in the U.S. didn't vote. So that's a lot. That's a ch- that's a lot. That's a lot of people to not be voting and, and to probably still be expressing uh, their opinions about politics. So I actually had another. Um, there was a little. I don't know what to call this. It. it was like a, a platinum plan overview or whatever. It's, it's a little. Uh, Flyer or whatever, having everything like bolded and then um, outlined and everything. So to get more into the platinum plan, President Trump promised one million, well one million new jobs for the black community. This is all in the platinum plan. This is um, creating five hundred thousand new black owned businesses, increased access to capital and black communities to, to by almost five hundred billion. These are some crazy numbers they're throwing out. Safe urban neighborhoods with highest police stand, uh, standards. I'm interested to see how that's actually um, executed. Uh, give black churches the ability to come to compete for federal resources for the community. Bring better and tailored health care to address historic di- disparities. Even though didn't they get rid of the Obama? Healthcare, but you know that's besides the point. Immigration policy that protects American jobs, advance home ownership opportunities, and enhance financial literacy to, to the black com- in the black community. Ensuring manufacturing to advance jobs and develop opportunities for black-owned businesses. Commit to working on a second step act. So that's really. So in the platinum plan the, the the overview is healthcare safety and justice and just more education opportunities and just more uh, financial opportunities with businesses and stuff so this platinum plan is is pretty uh it's a pretty well thought out chess move to compete with Biden cuz Biden right now is is a is a heavy getter of the black votes like we just talked about the the 75 point margin in gap for the black voters most of them are biden side, so this is a, a great chess move in order to in an attempt to get i'm not saying that this is going to work i'm saying that this is an attempt to get the black voters and with little wayne tying it okay tying it back into little wayne and with little wayne endorsing him with ice cube meeting with his administration and with kanye being basically his best friend and walking promoter I think that this is a a great move but let me know what you think click my link tree in my bio message one of my social medias let me know what do you think do you think this is a great move do you think it's just Trump being Trump or do you think that well the most important I always ask a bunch of questions when I say that but this is a question like I want you to answer do you think Trump's platinum plan will end up making him president for the next four years or do you think biden has this one in the bag so that's all i really had to talk about with lil wayne endorsing donald trump and i also wanted to talk about the platinum plan and i think i bro- broke that down pretty thorough uh thoroughly but you can let me know if i did or if i didn't um, but anyways i tried my best <laughs> so yeah we're gonna switch it up a little bit and get into some music Okay, getting into music. We're gonna talk about the 2020 BET Hip Hop Awards. It's funny how we go from politics to BET, but you know, that's just that's just how this podcast is. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I need to start saying rate this like five stars or something. I, I know one of my favorite um podcasters, the Black Okage. He, he always talks about rate this on five stars on Apple Podcasts. I'm not sure if this is on Apple Podcasts. I would assume it is because of the way this is this pod because of the way this pod is performing i would assume that it will be on other platforms not to say that i'm like big dog and they need to notice me just saying that i would i would assume that it's it's on there but i would have to look after this i will look right now but i don't want none to like i would be having stuff and notes popped up and if that goes away i'm gonna have to stop this whole thing and bring it back up (laughs) so anyways i'll check it out Basically, I'll check it after. So, um, let's get into the 2020 BET Hip Hop Awards. Also going to get into the winners. The list of winners. The controversy. Everything. And, you know. So. Yeah. Um, this was the 15th annual BET Hip Hop Awards. Which is crazy. Because I feel like this has been around since I've been alive. But, it's only the 15th Hip Hop Award. But, you know, they have their own BET Hip Hop. I mean, they have their own BET Awards. Which is, like, totally different. And... Getting into the overview of it, Megan Thee Stallion took home three awards. Uh, C- City Girls. I don't even know why they l- they was listed, but anyways, uh, yeah. So Megan Thee Stallion was the the standout of this award show, and I think Roddy was too, if I'm not mistaken. But anyways, we're gonna get into the list, and then I'm gonna give you my thoughts on who I thought sh- who I think she win. Do I think I got it? I think they got it right. Why I think this person should have won, you know, everything, everything that comes with breaking down these winner lists, because at the end of the day, as there were award shows, but it's still open for critiquing. And that's what we're going to (laughs) do. So, yeah, getting into the full list of winners, starting with the hip hop artist of the year award that went to make. Well, okay, so I guess I'll list it out and then say the winner. They had the baby Drake, Future, Lil Baby, Megan Thee Stallion and Roddy Whitman. (laughs) Um, Anyways Roddy Rich Y'all didn't hear that Last uh, pronunciation But anyways Megan Thee Stallion Won this award And I think that I think that's interesting Because when when An artist Comes out with A political song Like The Bigger Picture And it's the BET Awards And he also Ran the whole year With his album And multiple songs That was going crazy And performing well I think Megan Thee Stallion had, like, three. And the other artist I'm talking about is, of course, Lil Baby. You probably already knew. Um, I think he should have, by far, won the Hip Hop Artist of the Year Award. I don't even know why they keep putting Drake on on these lists. Like, Drake's never going to show up. So it's just just so weird. Because I think he used to show up. But, you know, they get to that stature where they just stop showing up. And I think that's what Drake said. So I, I believe in, like... You know, the, the politics game, you know, when, when you have to keep certain relationships to be on certain lists. I think that's a real thing. And I think just because he's Drake, they put him out here because they don't want to seem like completely like biased. So, but yeah, Rock Nation definitely had a hand in this award because, you know, Megan Thee Stallion is, is managed by Rock Nation. Not to say that Megan Thee Stallion hasn't been doing her thing, but compared to Lil Baby, it's really no comparison. Moving on to best hip hop video. I'm just gonna talk about, but no, I guess I go through the list. You got the baby Bob, the baby featuring Roddy Rich, Rockstar, Drake's Tootsie Slide, Future featuring Future featuring Drake, Life is Good. Lil Baby, the bigger picture, and Roddy Rich the Box. Big Best, best Hip Hop Video. Now I know I bigged up the bigger picture and all that, but they get they they chose the right um song to give to give this award with the right video to give this award to with life is good they gave this life is good future featuring drake and that, that that video was pretty well made like i thought that was just gonna be the start of the year but that was really the best one of the best videos i've seen and the baby always does great with his videos but at the same time i think there wasn't too many locations i don't think it was as many location switches as it was with future featuring drake so, I think that should have won, and it did win, so I'm, I'm glad for that. Uh, Song of the Year, The Box by Roddy Ricch won that, produced by 30 Rock and somebody else. I don't know who that is, but yeah. So, The Box won Song of the Year. Yeah, songs like Bop, Life is Good, Rockstar, Savage, The Remix, not Savage, but Savage, The Remix with Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce, and Tootsie Slide. so... The box won this. I think that's a pretty good choice. If I had to pick one. Actually don't know. I think I like the box. I like the box winning this. So yeah, they I feel like they got that right. Uh hip hop album of the year. You had the baby. You have both the baby albums on here, which is funny because everybody always says the baby. Switch up the flow the baby always the baby uh be using the same flow 20 different times and i saw something on twitter like the baby whenever he goes to make a track and it was like sprite uh Miss, and seven up i thought that was hilarious cuz like he do be switching up his flow sometimes but i think for his big single singles he goes for that he goes for his flow like you know he for that big hit he goes for what's been working and i can't really blame him for that and if he just, if he knows he, he doesn't switch up his flow too much and he still doesn't do it, then at some point you just got to be like, he's just not that type of artist. And this is what you're going to get from him. But like on Rockstar, I, I think he had a whole different type of flow and, and wasn't his original. It wasn't his um, same old flow on, on the Rockstar song. But, you know, people going to hate. So Roddy Rich won this. Pop album of the year, I think he deserved that. So, best collaboration, yeah. The baby featuring Roddy Rich, Rockstar, which I just got done talking about. Future featuring Drake, Life is Good, Jack Harlow featuring everybody on What's Popping the Remix, Megan the Stallion, uh, the Savage remix with Beyonce, Megan the Stallion featuring Nicki Minaj and Ty dolla sign Hot Girl Summer. I forgot that song even came out, that's crazy and Mustard featuring Roddy Rich Ballin oh that song was fire Ballin was fire for real I'm surprised it didn't even win because I-, I think Ballin won a Grammy but you know BET Awards are its own thing so they don't have to follow what the Grammys do so they gave Megan The Stallion this award for best collaboration which I agree with that it's not every day you get Beyonce hopping on one of the hottest female artists in the game so has Beyonce and Cardi B done a song I don't even know if they have. That'd be interesting. I have to look at that. Best duo or group: Chris Brown and Young Thug, City Girls, City Girls, Earth Gang, Jack Boys, Migos, Run the Jewels. Hold up, I got I got to take a swig of water right quick. (laughs) Hold up, yo, these lists is getting crazy. I had to take a little intermission. Mouth was getting dry. I was like, goodness. Listen off all of these artists But Chris Brown and Young Thug won this So they won the best duo Or group which is pretty interesting because they came out With a whole album together Which was pretty solid I had to go back and listen to it because I feel like I came and went And with Chris Brown he's I think Chris Brown's the best artist ever To ever live So I would have to listen to that again Um And people like <laughs> i I, did, I say something like that And just go past it but yeah people probably like What? But in my opinion, he like sings, raps, dances. He literally like paints, like art. He's an artist, and and he's he's the art. He's an artist. He's an artist in every sense of the word. You know what I mean? So he does everything above average. Like so, that's that's why I call him that. But fellow people, you know, it's probably the OGs like Michael Jackson and stuff. But Chris Brown is is definitely my uh definitely my I think is the best artist ever so well deserved to say the least (laughs) best new hip-hop artists: pop smoke Flo Millie Jack Harlow Mulatto uh NLE Choppa and Rod Wave in my opinion I know they get they gave this um award to pop smoke I think pop smoke deserved it at the same time when when the artist passes away I feel like the, the artist... I don't know. It's kind of weird to say it, but... Because Pop Smoke did have a great album put together about 50 Cent. So... Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm not too... I'm not, I'm not mad at that at all. Because I, I still play some Pop Smoke songs to this day. Like that song, Enjoy Yourself, with the remix with Burner Boy. Burner Boy's verse on that uh, song, talking about Pop Smoke through the speakers. She, she's saying, long live Poppy Smoke or something like that. Like... That that song was fire. I still listen to that to this day, and I listen to that song "Hello" featuring A Boogie. So Pop Smoke, I mean, you can't get mad at with him. Well, with him winning Best Live Performer, Tra- Travis Scott won. I I'm not even gonna list off the other people. Like Travis Scott is the best live performer, one of the best live, one of the best hip hop live performers, and right now I would say ever. But he really doesn't dance too much. He just he literally just creates the vibe and that's something that's very important in uh, making um, a perform- a performance legendary so and I'm from so should I talk about that all I'm gonna say is he got arrested at one of his shows because he, he was giving such a great performance and yeah I'm gonna leave it there <laughs> y'all can look that up if y'all want to just look up Travis Scott Arkansas performance so yeah uh, lyricist of the year we have rhapsody big sean the baby drake j cole Megan The stallion lyricist of the year went to rhapsody and i'm not mad at that she's a great rapper in my opinion i would like to see the i would either like that to hmm who would i give that to i would either give that to j cole or big sean because j cole came out with the climb back i think which is i think is his best song ever a lot of people probably go back to his OG songs, but I, I usually I notice like with people, they, they, they listen to a lot of old songs. So I guess they put so much value into the nostalgia that it's just like nothing current is ever better than your past work. And for me, it's like the opposite. I believe people get better as time goes on. But, you know, most most fans, they always say your uh, current stuff isn't as good as your past or previous efforts. And for me, it's the total opposite. I think whatever you come out currently, I judge it the same. And I think it's because I keep lists that I can put certain songs in perspective. And people say I hate J. Cole. So that's that's probably not um, holding too much weight with them. But yeah, because most his songs that J. Cole puts out, I don't really care too much for. So when the Climb Back came out and like I still play it to this day, that's one of my favorite uh, songs of 2020. <clears throat> Getting into video direct of the year. I don't really care about that list too much. Um, Producer of the Year. Oh, Hit Boy won Producer of the Year. Wanted to say that. Hustler of the Year Award. What type of... Like, what type of award is that? Come on, man. Like, Hustler of the Year. But it is the BT Award. So, you know, they can, they can get away with that type of stuff. Now, if the Grammys did that, that would be kind of... Culture vulturing, but you know, BT, I let them get away with that. Megan the Stallion won that, of course, you know, Rock Nation. But nah, let me chill. Megan Thee Stallion does be on her, like she she definitely grinds a lot. uh hop, Best hip hop platform, Joe Budden podcast. I'm I'm surprised they gave him uh, an award because of like, well, I mean, he had allegations, but I guess he got past them. So. <clears throat> Yeah, he was going. The Joe Budden podcast was going up against the Breakfast Club, Shade Room, Double XL. Don't see academics on here, and that's pretty interesting. But anyways, the Joe Budden podcast won this, and I think that's a good that's a good decision. As I listen to Joe Budden podcast like a lot, so every time they come out Wednesday, actually, I'm making this on a Saturday. No, I'm making this on a Sunday. They they dropped yesterday. Haven't got a chance to listen to it, but. They drop two times a week talk about culture talk about everything really but you know they try to stick to music and, and some sometimes like they're not a music they always chuckle about them not being a music podcast anymore but well deserved i would say the best hip-hop platform in the world is academics but you know he probably you know he rows people the wrong way. so anyways The Best Featured Verse uh, went to Beyoncé for the Savage Remix. I would have gave that to... Actually, no, I like that, yeah. Best Featured Verse. Uh, Beyoncé really added her own flavor and totally changed the song. Like, you don't really hear the original Savage anymore. The Best Impact track, you know, they had the make up to Lil Baby. Like, if The Bigger Picture didn't win an award at the BET Awards. BET Hip Hop Awards that would have been insane cuz I believe the bigger picture and Lil Baby would get some recognition at the Grammys but we'll have to wait and see but for him getting the uh he had to at least get one like it, it would have been an insane to not give the bigger picture an award at the BET Hip Hop Awards because the bigger picture is one of the best songs of 2020 so yeah that's that's more than deserving for that should have won more than one award but i guess they made a whole category just to give them that award the impact track best international flow they gave that to stormzy and that's it for my list um what else i want to talk about i think that was it really so yeah so i I listed off all the winners As, as you heard um roddy rich one of one a few I believe and Megan the Stallion. So I think they were the standouts. Nothing too crazy stood out to me. I don't really no, I don't really think they just did a horrible list. I think it was just a couple. Like a lot of them I agree with. So and and plus with so many tremendous artists and, and, and songs being put out in 2020, you really can't go wrong with, with either of these songs. But yeah. So uh click my link tree message me on one of my social medias let me know what do you think of the BET awards and do you think little baby will end up winning at the grammys because if he ends up winning at the grammys instead of the BET awards then then that for like hip-hop artists of the year that would be that would be a, a huge chess move for the grammys to say like look we got it right and your award show show didn't that would be weird but um yeah, I don't know if they I don't know if they roll like that. I think it's more connection and politics like I was just saying. So yeah, that's all I have for the 2020 BT Hip Hop Awards. Now we're gonna switch it up a little bit and get into gaming. I love how my groove just goes away every time I pull it up. Like just every time. It never fails. <laughs> Okay, getting into gaming, we're gonna talk about Watch Dogs Legion because that game came out, I believe, um when that game came out I think that game came out like four well I can't say four days ago because Anyways, that game's out now. <laughs> yeah, there's no need for me to say the release date, but it's available for uh, on all platforms. And the reviews have came out for Watch Dogs Legion. So that's basically what we're going to get into for this uh, segment. We're going to talk about Watch Dogs Legion. And we're going to talk about the reviews that's coming from different gaming publisher and companies. So uh, Ubisoft. Hacking based action adventure series Watch Dogs is back again with Watch Dogs Legion. It's the third installment in the series. I've played one and two, I've enjoyed one and two. Haven't played three yet. I'm kind of waiting to um play that so I can until I can like build up enough time to actually play a game and finish it. (laughs) Yeah, not being busy all the time, but anyways, uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Most critics believe that it was worthwhile, the experience was pretty well thought out I mean not the experience the experience was great and the gameplay was well thought out and it hasn't a hundred percent been all like positive reviews but they everybody have, has said that the best thing about it is the gameplay and sandbox type feel which with Watch Dogs Legion being that you can control any NPC in the game and like have it do missions and, and on backstory and everything it's it's nice to see that that actually worked because I will see more people following their footsteps, which I thought with Watch Dogs too. A lot more people, are games and not just people like gaming, uh, developing companies will follow Watchdogs, hacking simulator. But surprisingly, nobody really picked up on that gaming mechanic. I mean, hacking's not like it's not like we've never seen games incorporate hacking before, but but the way. The sandbox way that it was uh, produ- like executed and watchdogs was definitely unique. So seeing that it worked again with Legion is it, nice and, and nice to see because the location is definitely uh, different to say the least. I think it's in London. So, you know, a lot of people um, are going to be UK in London. So it, it's, it's just you get the that type of sandbox is different than like being in America. Like Watchdogs One and Two was so it's just nice to see them keep expanding and and just building upon the unique foundation that they've they literally created. So uh, getting in some of the publications that gave a review, Screen Screen Rant gave it a three out of five, um, saying it's basically talking about the gameplay and the drone. So this one points out the drone and how you can uh, um, recruit an NPC. To use a drone and that helps you get around easier than if you use like a car or something like that So talking about how the drone NPC people are pretty uh, important to the game We're not gonna get into all the we're just gonna get into the, the main Reviews that I really care about PC Gamer gave it an 80 out of 100 saying that Watch Dogs Legion play as anyone it is Definitely pays pays off, and it says that the randomness of the NPCs stands out, and it's not like you're gonna run into two like of the same faces, but different names. Like you're running to some similar people, but for the most part, all the NPCs are different, and that's that's pretty crazy. Like playing this any think about it, like GTA Five, right? You had three protagonists, and Legion anybody can be a protagonist. Protagonists and have their own Backstory so it's not just a plug And play it's also they come with A unique backstory And and Abilities And and so that In anybody in the world You could choose To be a protagonist In that GTA type feel like I was Listening to one person talk about Their experience and they were saying that they will go back and forth between these two NPCs that, that was really their favorite. But at the same time, they played other people, but they just played those two the most. And whenever he was switched back to another one, they'll be doing something uh, before you even like control them. Kind of like GTA effect. And then once they're done with that, then you, you can like do whatever you want. So It's interesting how they just pulled that off because it's a very ambitious idea. And for them to actually get reviews like this just solidifies them in a way that I think they're going to be around for. I mean, they was already going to be around, but like after this game, like they're going to be around. (laughs) Like that's a that's not easy thing to pull off. GameSpot gave this game eight out of eight out of ten saying that it's satisfying and definitely and it's satisfying and it's clever hacking gameplay offers more creativity than ever. Game Informer gave this a 9 out of 10 saying that Legion feels feels that Hacker Fantasy, the worst, the first Watchdogs tried to capture. Whether you're controlling a trained super spy or a gassy um, a gassy grandmother, what? Watchdog Legion. <laughs> that's, that's weird. Watchdog Legion is a ton of fun. So a lot of people are just praising the gameplay and just talking about how. The gameplay is great. The NPCs are very unique. And it's just one of those that is, is not really... You can't really say too much. You just have to play it. Because if the best thing about the game is the gameplay and the sandbox type feel, only you can create this, that them sandbox scenarios. Like, it's never going to be the same when somebody says sandbox. That's why it's called a sandbox. <laughs> but, yeah. Um. So, as you've heard from the, the multiple reviews I just read out, the game is being critically um critically acclaimed i think that's the way you say it. i think that's the way the reviews be saying it you know i'm not no official review i just <laughs> yeah that's critically acclaimed is pretty funny every time i hear it so it's just funny that i'm using that now but yeah the next gen editions are not available yet because the next gen consoles aren't out so this has been the weirdest rollout of next gen consoles and games like ever the, the the timelines of when we even heard about the price the way it was rolled out the way that playstation came out said it would be available on this day retailers said no we're gonna release it now you know it's just like it, create one of the craziest uh next gen console like rollouts i've ever seen and i've been through what, like two i think i think i've been through two next gen console releases with the xbox 360 and the xbox one so Yeah, Watch Dogs Legion basically is worth trying it out. Uh, I can't really personally recommend it because I haven't played it. But as from the reviews, I would. Me personally, I'm going to wait. I'm going to basically wait till I have time to play it. And since I'm waiting and and didn't play it the first week it came out, I'll probably wait till the price drops. But for others who are really into Watch Dogs Legion, the franchise, I would play it now. Like if you have time, I wouldn't see any point in wasting it on on. Seeing if you will like it or not, like as these reviews tell you, like this as a solid game, and they definitely put their heart and soul into this. So, yeah, click my link tree in my bio, message one of my social medias, let me know. What do you do you think Watch Dogs Legion will end up being a contender for Game of the Year because they will be rolling out a multiplayer expansion, but I don't know when that's coming. It'll probably come the same type of timeline with Ghost of Tsushima, you know. So, multiplayer is still being fleshed out so that's probably down the line and i like that i like the way that they released a single player to to um to digest f- for players and then they released the multiplayer expansion something that the something that the avengers project got completely wrong like the the marvel avengers got that completely left field like the way they build it up and the hype and everything and the way it came out was just but you know, that's another that's a tangent. You know, I'm a Marvel fan, so that still hurts me to this day. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Watch Dogs Legion, very solid game, great game in a in an amazing addition to the legendary friend the legendary franchise. So yeah, now we're going to switch it up and get into pop culture. Getting into pop culture, we're going to talk about yeah. It's, it's about that time again to talk about Cyberpunk 2077 being delayed once again. So the new release date, release date, quote unquote, I'm using like air quotation. You can't see it is December 10th. So December 10th is when this game supposedly is supposed to come out at this point. I don't think this game is coming out this year. If it does, it will surprise me. Um, they keep pushing it back and back. They're like, oh, we only pushed it back 21 days What well, and now I'm just like well, do you know when this game was originally supposed to come out? I think this game was originally supposed to come out like Hold up. Let me let me type that in. I want to say two years ago But I don't want to be wrong and then all the cyberpunk fans just come after me Original cyberpunk 2077 release date it's like it, it, this is insane Originally set to be released in April 16th. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine month delay. Basically a whole year. I don't really think this game. Wait, did I even count that right? Yeah, i think i counted that right i don't even think this game is going to come out this year i wouldn't be surprised if it came out 2021 i mean with it being scheduled for november and then they're saying they was like oh yeah totally it's never being delayed somebody was like can i even take off work on this day because i don't want the game to get delayed it was like oh yeah take off no more no more delays and then what they do so at this point you can't really trust C- cd project red with this. Hold it was playing the ad had to cut that off real quick <laughs> but anyways um you can't really like blame cd well now nah, you can because you can just not tell us the release date and release it when it's ready but they gave us like a 100 false release dates so at this point it's just like can't believe anything that cd project project red says even though the cyberpunk 2077 will most likely be one of the be a contender for game of the year so that's the only reason people are putting up with this. It's kind of like a good basketball player, and he does like a lot of crazy stuff. But he gives you like thirty a game. It, like you'll put up with some of the stuff he 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 uh, go he cause some of the trouble he causes. So yeah, the, December tenth is the is is the date that they say. So, but the reason for this, people, you're probably wondering why like why they're delaying it and not giving us a. Re- And and I'm not saying the reason, but basically the reason is, um, if I can pull this up. Okay, here we go. They said it's a challenge for them to. Okay, this is literally quote. I'm, I'm just gonna read it off because I can't make this stuff up. Like this is literally what they said to the fans, and they just eat it up. So, quote: the biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen, and PC at the same time, which requires us to prepare. And test nine versions of of it, Cyberpunk 2077, Xbox One slash X, compatibility on Xbox Series, Series X, PS4, slash PS4 Pro, compatibility on PS5, PC, Stadia, um, while working from home. Since Cyberpunk 2077 evolved towards almost being a next gen titles somewhere along the way, we need to make sure everything works well and every version runs smoothly, smoothly. We are we are aware it might seem unrealistic when someone says that 21 days can make any difference in such a massive and complex game. But they really do. Unquote. That's can't make this stuff up like this is stuff they're they're really they're really telling us they're not even telling us they're just just, it's just like when you send a breakup text when you break up over text they're just sending us a message like i hope you believe this uh yeah i hope you believe this you you know it's just they're just lying to our faces 21 days and and they say they're gonna fix all that like come on man like i don't don't know what type of fools they think we are like they 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 be talking they be talking to their fans like all the fans was born yesterday like they're just trying to sell this game to a bunch of like toddlers or something but yeah i don't i don't really see them uh i don't see this game coming out this year (laughs) i don't If, if it does i'd be so surprised like this is ridiculous at this point like it's been delayed so many times and then you got the Twitter account making jokes, like in case you've been, you was wondering how a week went, and, and, and just making all type of jokes and everything. Like, at some point, at some point, the fans got to tell them like, we not joking anymore. Like, we want y'all to release the game. Like, the 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 way you you negate these type of reactions is you just don't give a release date until it's actually ready. Like, it's simple and i said it's one of the most confusing next-gen console rollouts that i've ever witnessed but at the same time like you got to put out you got to put out the game man. like <laughs> 21 days is not going to fix all that that they were saying the next gen got tested on this you got tested on that and then after that we got tested on this and that and then after that we got take it out we got blowing it again and blowing the uh, cd and then tested it 21 times like uh, like y'all not doing that 21 days I don't know what y'all doing and why y'all delayed it but for some reason they just think it's okay to keep lying to the fans and telling them that it's gonna come out this year so that's all I really have for uh, Cyberpunk 2077 (laughs) that's all I had I had a lot to say about that but uh, yeah click my link tree in my bio Um, let me know what do you think of no no my only question cause I know I'll be saying like 34 questions at the end let me know what do you do you think cyberpunk 2077 is coming out this year and that's it that's that's really all i have for for um for cyberpunk 2077 uh not really too much sympathy because at the same time like when you work on a game you don't really make the the decisions the big dog decisions so whoever's over them has a lot of power and are making the developers look a certain type of way so That's all I'm gonna say. It may not be the developer's fault, but it's not looking—it's not looking too good for them. Yeah. So, getting back—that—that's all I have for that. Getting back into the overview of the podcast, we're gonna go back over all the topics, and then we're gonna wrap it up. So, getting into the quote of the pod, we talked about Lil Wayne endorsing Donald Trump, and Trump versus Biden being pure comedy music we got into the 2020 uh 2020 bt hip-hop awards and how little baby's the bigger artist should, well little baby in general should have won more than one award like that's just insane and one of one of Lil baby's best years ever that i think he will ever have like this is going to be the type of year where five years from now they're going to be like man i wish i like Lil baby when he made this type of music like this is this is that type of year for Lil baby and he only gets one bt hip-hop award Gaming, we had Watch Dogs Legion Very solid game Surprising that their premise Of every NPC being playable Worked and worked Amazingly So I can't wait to play that game Uh, Pop Culture And then we ended with Pop Culture Cyberpunk 2077 Being delayed once again So um, yeah Take take of that as you will December 10th is, is the date That game is never coming out this year. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, that's about it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. And don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Also, click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest, latest and greatest activities. Make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. And if this podcast does come out apple podcast rate this five stars and if you do send me like a picture or something so i could like shout you out in the next part so yeah thank you for tuning in to another episode of the notorious mass effect